Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just came along an article in the Telegraph today uh, from Paul Crawley and it goes through Trevor Gilmeister, the Axe, one of the greatest defenders Rugby League has ever seen, if not the greatest defender. Nicknamed the Axe because he just used to chop people in half. The absolute king of the under the ball tackle, forcing a ball loose. If you're too young to remember Trevor Gilmeister, type his name into YouTube, have a look at some of the hits that he used to put on. Used to do this consistently. I mean, he's Still, for a number of years, he's been a defensive coach for a number of sides. Uh, I would argue he's got probably the best tackling technique uh, we've ever seen. And it's a tackling technique that it would still be effective today. Uh, Probably not as effective as when he was playing because the wrestle has changed and second phase footy is so much... It's such a big part of rugby league. But the axe, he was just such a brilliant defender and it's a fantastic guy to get to name his top 10 defenders in rugby league. Now, I haven't read through the article yet because I want to do this live and go through my guys. I haven't listed a top 10. I've got a couple of names here because there's a few ways you could go. Whether Gilmeister goes in the avenue of just big hitters whether he goes with guys that don't miss tackles or whether he goes with just your most efficient guys when it comes to wrestling or whatever, I'm not sure. I assume there'll be a good mixture of just solid defenders and your big hitters, and I'm sure guys that used to defend the way that he did. There really isn't a bigger play in rugby league than when you're able to put a shot on someone and it jars the ball loose, which is what Gilmeister was an absolute master at. So it'll be interesting to go through his top 10. I did see in one of the comments there's a mention about a half being there. So you, I, I would have to assume that will either be um, Nathan Cleary or Dylan Brown. Personally, I would have them both in my top 10 defenders uh, when you consider the position they play and how much weaker other guys are compared to them. A lot of these back rowers and stuff that will be featured, yes, they're the best defenders in the game, but the gap between them and maybe, you know, the defender 10 or 15 places below them as far as second rowers go won't be massive. 
but the gap between Nathan Cleary and Dylan Brown is the two best defensive halves in our competition. And then when you go to the 10th or 11th best defensive half, the gap is massive. So that really does push them up for me. And I've always said that, that this is why I hold Freddie and Joey in such high regard because they defended like back rowers. We can pass it off like defense doesn't matter, but it 100% does in rugby league. It is 50% of the game. You have to be able to show a jersey. You have to be able to defend no matter what position you are playing in rugby league because coaching is too good now, you will get picked apart. And we, all gonna, we are going to talk a little bit about, I'm just trying to collect the numbers as we go uh, over the next 24 hours or so on the spots that I would be targeting in teams based on their defensive structures and their results so far. But when I'm thinking about the 10 that I think Gilmeister will pick, there's a couple of guys that I'm really confident will be there. I'm confident Cam Murray will be there. I have no doubt about that. I'm confident that Jake Travojevic will deal will be there. He's probably the closest thing to Trevor, Trevor Gilmeister that we still have. And he's one of the few guys that still gets away with a more traditional uh, style of defending, sort of a more go-low sort of style because he is just so good at it. If you are going to go low, your technique has to be perfect. And the guys around you have to be aware of that technique technique you have to wrap up the ball as well. But Gerbo, he's fantastic at it. I have no doubt that Victor Radley, he will be in this column as well. Uh, his defense is incredible. He This is actually coming off probably his poorest defensive game we've seen in a while. He missed probably the softest tackle of his career against Cam Murray on the weekend. But uh, I'm not going to take one really poor defensive effort and, you know, you know, just just blank on his career so far, which has been sensational. Gerbo, Murray, Radley, I'm confident that those three will be there. I'm confident Cleary or Dylan Brown will be there. Another little smoky is CHT. He's a really good defender as well, Chanel Harris-Tavita. Uh, but I think he'll probably go with Cleary. I think Cleary over the years has put on some pretty good shots. He holds his own, as does Dylan Brown. But I've got a feeling uh, that Axe will go more so on the eye test and hits that stand out for him, which uh, Nath has got a few more than, than Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown is just a really consistent, solid defender. So I think he will go Cleary. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ray Stone uh, get a feature here. I wouldn't be surprised to see Liam Martin get a feature. Damian Cook at times can be hit and miss, especially at the back end of games. He does tend to get tired and miss tackles, especially in big moments at the end of the season, which might bring him down a little bit. But Damian Cook in general is a brilliant defender. Um, Sifatala guys, a little smoky there. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you see Axe throw him in because he comes up with so many bell ringers. Uh, Felice Cafusi, I would have him in there from the Melbourne Storm. He has been a fantastic defender for a long time. He isn't a guy to pull off big shots and bell ringers, but just his technique and the how he makes decisions. He never leaves his centers out in the cold. He always makes a right call. You can tell that he controls uh, the right edge defense for the Melbourne Storm. He's done it for a number of years and he's done a brilliant job. Uh, Campbell Graham, as far as centers go, I absolutely love the way that he defends. Very, very solid Campbell Graham. One that I wouldn't have picked, and one that sort of went unnoticed, but Denon Kemp pointed out some incredible stats to me the other day about David Clemmer. It's something like uh, from the last 160 tackles he's made, he's missed two of them or something. So Clemmer... On stats, he's another guy that you have to consider. Uh, Isaiah Yo, fantastic for me as well. Doesn't miss too many tackles. Doesn't make poor decisions. He is defending right in the middle with a few of these other guys, so it does make it a, a, a little bit easier. But he's, he's a real king of the wrestle and just winning the tackle, which I always appreciate. Cam McInnes, have to feature him in there. He hasn't played rugby league in two years or so, so I wouldn't be surprised if Axe doesn't feature him. But Cam McInnes would have to be right up there for me. I love watching Nathan Brown from the Parramatta Eels 
can come up with poor reads, but bell ringers, as far as that sort of shit goes, he can really put on a shot, along with Dylan Brown and his side. Reese Robson's another one from the North Queensland Cowboys, along with Ruben Cotter, that I really fancy. Those two, always very solid in defense. And shout out to a guy from the West Tigers who doesn't get, he's actually starting to get more attention because he's not scoring tries. And I think like Roasty and Bloke and stuff is starting to blow him up a little bit. Alex Twole, a brilliant defender who always, always delivers, very rarely misses tackles. I think he started the first three games of this season without missing a single tackle. So shout out to Alex Twole. But those are the sort of guys that I think will be there. I haven't done that in a top 10. I've literally just written down guys off the dome to me that I appreciate. There'll be more guys in your football team because you would watch them a little bit closer than what I do because I'm watching 16 teams compared to your one team that you would be solely focused on week to week. So there will be a number of guys in those teams that you could also throw up. Just thinking now as I'm talking, a guy like Nat Butcher. I love the way that he defends. Jai Arrow from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He has been sensational for a very long time as well. So a lot of guys to get stuck into here. Uh, a lot of guys that I would have missed as well. But we'll get into Trevor Gilmeister's top 10 now. And I, I, I assume there'll be a little blurb um, for each of them. Scrolling down now. Okay. Gilly's top 10 hit squad. Okay, so we're sort of probably leaning towards uh, the bell ringers here. All right, Gilly's top 10 tacklers. Number one, Jake Travojevic Gerbo. We had him at the top of our list as well. Knew he'd be right up there. A fair shout at number one. Gilmeister says, probably the most consistent for getting under the ball and loosening the old ribs a bit. That's what we said about Gerbo. I think he's the closest defender to Trevor Gilmeister when he was playing back in his day, which is really hard to do in the modern game. So credit to to Gerbo and the way that he does defend and how in, how effective it is and how how rarely you see teams take advantage of his tackling technique, which I see a lot in rugby league now. When you see a traditional legs tackle, the entire team, they just click into gear. They know they've won that tackle. They know they've got to elbows and knees, and it's on straight away. Never really seems to happen to Gerbo, so credit to him. Number two, Victor Radley. Good shout here. We threw this one up. Gilly says, it's a toss-up with Jake Trevojevic for number one. Victor has good acceleration when he comes into a tackle, and I love the way that he plays. No shock that Gilly is a big fan of Rad's. So are we. His defense is incredible. Number three, a name that we didn't feature. We didn't even think of him, but a really good shout. Josh Papali. Gilly says, has good timing and uses his legs well. And they are seriously fucking good sized legs. 100%. And this is where your body position does become really important. This is where a guy like Isaiah Yo, for example, is fantastic at this. His technique and his wrestling is great. Josh Papali, very similar. Number four. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cam Murray, Gilly says, you could count on one hand in a year how many times someone finishes on their front when Cam Murray hits them. I love the way he can mix his tackles up relentless. There's a great shout. Once again, what we're talking about with tackling technique, and it's about winning the tackle. When you chop someone and they go to elbows and knees, yes, you've made a good tackle, but they've won the tackle because then they get on the front foot. The hooker, he, he looks up. He sees the space between the play the ball and the line is 10 metres away. No markers. It is a sign to just get up and go and 
There is nothing more dangerous in rugby league than when the play the ball happens and your markers aren't there. It is game over. That team will score if they do the right thing over the next three or four tackles because you get on a roll and then all of a sudden you're playing 2021 rugby league and you're playing eyes up and that's where it gets dangerous. Everyone just floods the middle and you can terrorize sides. You might not score that play, but two or three plays later, you'll at least make 40 or 50 metres or you will score or you will apply more pressure with a forced dropout or whatever. Uh, number five, Nathan Cleary. This is the one that we had as well. We thought it might have been uh, Dylan Brown. We thought CHT might get a feature here as well, but Nathan Cleary at number five, a really good shout. Gilly said, He's dead set the best pound for pound. The best halves defender in the competition by a country mile. Personally, I think Nathan Cleary defensively, he is in that sort of um, he's in that sort of company of Freddie and Joey in defense. He is incredible. He doesn't miss tackles. I know that a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, but the grand final, he missed that one on, on Walker. And yes, he did. And you can use that as your example if you want. But the reality is, if you understand rugby league and you've been watching Nathan Cleary, it is the exception. In defense, he is fantastic. I think it was on his debut, he made 40-odd tackles. He comes up with good reads. He makes good decisions. Nathan Cleary is a gun defender. Hold that one missed tackle against him if you would like to. Uh, but when you're having conversations with people that understand rugby league, know that they think you're an idiot. Uh, number six is Big Tino from the Gold Coast Titans. Gilly says, he's six foot four or whatever, but Big Tino can cut a bloke in half. You can see when their heads go back, he has a bit of whack in him. Really good shout here. I didn't think of Tino, but yes, that's exactly right. The pressure that you can see that he applies in tackles, the amount of times that he forces guys back. Tino's one of those rare guys that is massive, and he knows how big he is, and he knows the impact he can have at that size. So Tino, really good shout there. Number seven, I actually forgot about this guy, and it's a really good shout. Jaden Sewer. Gilly says, can really whack. But the problem with those blokes now, they are stuck on an edge. If you don't get as much traffic, you don't see as much action. And this is the problem with Sewer. He can put on a massive tackle, but Sewer's defensive position where he defends out on an edge, you have to be smarter rather than being physical. It's all good and well to be physical at times, and we love when Jaden Sewer does that. It has cost him the last few weeks. But his defensive position is making right decisions instead of coming out with big whacks. And I think that's what Gilly's sort of alluding to here. Good shout there. Eight, this was a guy that we featured, Liam Martin. Gilly says, I noticed him because he bends his, his back a bit more than normal. But I will be honest, he didn't have his best year last year, even though they won the comp. And I would agree with Gilly to some extent. As we said all last season, you could see after the Origin series, it took a bit, a bit of sting out of Liam Martin. He has hit the ground running again this year. He is a young footballer who was forced to play a lot of rugby league last year. Yes, he came off the bench in a lot of it, but the elevation into an origin camp, the six weeks that that took out of him into a final series, it was a lot. I, I would have had Liam Martin in here. I had him in, on my list, but there is no arguing with what Gilly said. The back end of last season, you could see there was a little bit of punch taken out of his game, and we spoke about that last year. Number nine, love this one. He's a guy that I almost forgot, but I did mention him at the end. Jai Arrow. Gilly says, like Cam Murray, he can mix his tackles up really well. We'll do a ball and all. Then he will bend his back and get a good driving one into the ribs. You can do it all, Jai Arrow. I was a little bit hesitant when South Sydney signed him, how this signing was going to go. I was under the impression he was a bit of a, a big fish in a small pond at the Gold Coast Titans. I couldn't have been more wrong. He has been sensational for the South Sydney Rabbitohs and he seems to be getting better each and every week, playing as a middle and playing as an edge guy. And this is where Jai Arrow, he can play on the edge and he makes good decisions, but then he can come into the middle and he can really whack and really throw his weight around. So great to see. Number 10 on his list. Jack DeBell and JDB. I forgot about this one. 
Similar to Murray and Arrow, you never know when he is going to ball and all you or cut you in half. Really good tackling technique on Jack DeBellin. Agree with this one being in his top 10. Uh, so they are Gilly's top 10 guys. I got about five or six of them, a few that I missed. Uh, for me, the one that I probably slept on the most, Jaden Sewer. Uh, Josh Mapali, he had him at three, definitely slept on him. Um, and I would also say Jack DeBellin I slept on as well. But outside of Josh Mapali, seeing Jake Chavoyevich, Victor Adley, and Cam Murray there, I was surprised that Isaiah Yo didn't get a feature. I definitely thought that he would have been there and thereabouts. I thought Ray Stone would have got a feature uh, from... Gilmeister as well, just based on how he defends. And I think that people are still sleeping a little bit on David Klemmer, as I was a couple of weeks ago. I also would have put Dylan Brown in mind just because of the position he, he plays. I explained this at the start of the podcast, the position that he plays and how consistent he is there. There is an argument that when you weigh up, and it's probably not fair to do, but when you weigh up the position he plays and how other guys are in his position, there's an argument that he is probably the best value defender in rugby league. But that is because he is a 5'8". He is playing against halves. A lot of these halves miss a lot of tackles because they are smaller bodies. Credit to Dylan Brown. He always mans up. He always shows a jersey. And he also backs it up in attack, which I absolutely love. He puts his he puts his head where most guys wouldn't put their foot. And then if he gets the ball and there's nothing on, he will take the tackle. He will take the run every time, which is why I've always been a huge fan of Dylan Brown. And finally, now where people are starting to see this skill set that myself and Kempi have been talking about with Dylan Brown for a number of, I was going to say years, that I've been talking about for a number of years. I'm sure Kempi has as well, but that we've been talking about during the off-season for a number of months now. Great article there from the Daily Telegraph. Always love to hear Trevor Gilmeister, an expert in their field. He is an expert in defense and big whacking tackles. Great to see him name his top 10 players there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.